Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to Fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do but we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you. Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Placetti, and I am here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the internet's bullshit. And I'm Matt Saintsing, and we're getting a little bit of a later start today because of, you know, life gets in the way, and today it got in the way uh, in your driveway. Sometimes yes, life, it is. Life, life gets in the driveway is what I'm trying to say. In this case, it is a small minivan in my driveway uh, that is there to aid uh, another vehicle that has careened out of control and taken out the power line leading to my house. We're operating on generator power like now, like the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, fortunately, uh, for me anyway, uh, we have a temporary reprieve. Although they took out the post carrying the power lines to my house, they did not take out power. However, that means that at any moment, the power company could show up and turn the power off. And they're not one to give notice. So, (laughs) Matt, I need you to look me in the eyes right now. And thank goodness we do this over video chat. I need you to look me in the eyes and tell me. You'll carry on if my power goes out. You'll just yeah. finish the episode on your own. Yeah, don't worry. Just like every other episode, I'll carry you. No worry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that yeah. how that goes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, um, yeah, if that happens, I almost said listener, if that happens, don't worry, but we're not fucking live or anything. So yeah, I, uh, we'll, <laughs> if it happens, we'll figure it out and we'll come up with, a, with an acceptable solution. <laughs> By the time this is supposed to air. Yeah. Just yeah. like find a co-host immediately. Just send somebody messages. Hey, Ryan's power went out. Can you come in finish the episode? I- I've got show notes. They should be able to figure it out. Yeah. I'll hit up Craigslist. I'll see if anyone can fill in for a podcast <laughs> host um, just with, get, with, with pants on. That's the key. Just task rabbit it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Or I should go on Fiverr. Hey, can anyone help me finish this episode? Will anyone be my friend for 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of people looking for temporary friends, I found a meme that is attributed to history hustle. There's no website attached to it, All right. but it's got a picture of, I, I would describe him as a Romanesque looking fellow. Uh, it looks like a Renaissance painting of a man kissing a woman on the cheek and the woman seems disinterested. Yep, sounds sounds about sounds about right for Renaissance art. Yeah, this is probably some Greek god forcing himself on a mortal woman. Yeah, that happened all the fucking time in Roman and Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Uh the the headline on it, however, says No Means Knows. In 1837, in the case of Saverlin v. Newton, a British man sued a woman who bit off half of his nose after he tried to kiss her without consent. The judge ruled against him, stating that When a man kisses a woman against her will, she is fully entitled to bite his nose off if she so pleases. Oh, God. All right. So this is this is the 19th century version of Am I the Asshole? Who's the asshole here? Is she the asshole for biting off his nose or is he the asshole for kissing her against her will? No, he's an asshole. She doesn't know what's coming next. It could be a kiss to begin with. And then she's and then she's defending herself. So uh, I would say that the, the kisser is the asshole. 
And I would say the judge kind of being okay with this is, I don't know what, what's the opposite of an asshole. He's like the, hees a supporting he's cast woke. member here. <laughs> yeah. Well, for 1837, this is pretty woke. Yeah, right. Yeah, just bite yeah. his fucking nose off. Is this in England too? Is this in the United Kingdom? Uh, it would seem so based on the names. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's a British man and a woman. We assume that the British man is in Britain. He does not sound like a high class traveled fellow. Yeah. Though, I'm not sure that being a high class traveled fellow in 1837 carries the same weight and expectation of dignity that Twitter demands of our celebrities today. Okay, that sounds about right. So, first of all, is this true? Yeah, that's a good question. That, that's a fantastic question because it's not like they're citing any sources here, uh, except that they are citing, I, I guess, case law. Haverland v. No- Newton. Yeah, court case. Yeah, there is no record of this court case. Is it possible that they just like came up with the names and that this is actual a uh, thing, and they just like like fuck it, we'll put in British name, British sounding names. Well, we do have an origin for the story, though. Okay. There's a periodical called Bell's New Weekly Messenger. And on April 30th, 1837, they published an account of this case. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised the meme got the year right, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, it got the year and the names right. So if if this story is true, and I would say it probably is based on the fact that it's covered in the paper, it's easy for a court docket to get lost or for there to have been like a summary judgment that they didn't bother writing down. Well, how reputable is this paper? Was it like Fox News at the time? Uh, it was a like basically a farmer's almanac. <laughs> okay. So, well, I believe those. Those are 100 percent accurate. <laughs> so the fact that there's no record of the case isn't necessarily damning, but the fact that it's published in a newspaper at the time gives credence to it. It's not like journalistic standards were quite the same as they are today. Yeah, but I've there it was is, a little there, bit there more Fox pub- Newsy. There is a public record. Uh, and you know, some people are saying that <laughs> yeah, some people are a saying woman you can cut off bit off a man's nose <laughs> despite despite his face. Yeah. Yeah. So in this case, Saverlin v. Newton is a case brought by Thomas Saverlin against Caroline Newton. Wow. So he is the so he is the kissy. He got his nose bitten off and he sued her is what is what happened. Correct. OK, so. Wow. What a fucking male privilege. Just like <laughs> he, like like, of course, he's like, well, he's, he's like suing her for biting his nose off. But she bit his nose off in the commission of sexual assault. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So in, like, in this uh, case, yeah. if you've ever hung out at a bar where people have been drinking, this story is going to sound fairly familiar. You know, all these characters, they are timeless archetypes. So apparently Thomas Saverlin was in a public house. And at the same time, Caroline Newton and her sister were also in the public house. The sister had uh, made a joke about how she'd left her young man down in Birmingham and had promised him that no man should kiss her while absent. And Saverlin took that as an invitation. He kissed the sister and she kind of laughed it off, took it as a joke. And then the defendant in this case, Caroline Newton, said, well, you, sh- you can't be you can't be running around kissing women, which is pretty good advice. Yeah. Apparently, he said that if she was angry, he'd kiss her, too. Uh, He made the attempt. (laughs) Is that a threat? Is that a threat? (laughs) He made the attempt. They end up rolling on the floor wrestling. They get up. They part ways. He goes to stand by the fire. She comes up behind him and and hits him for being, you know, an impudent man who has wrestled her to the ground. Yeah. Uh, So he tries to kiss her again, at which point his nose ends up in her mouth and it does not leave for the duration of the fight. <laughs> okay. Well, um, Jesus, I, that's kind of, that's quite the scene, and it's kind of horrifying. Kind of sucks. 
Also, how crazy were British pubs back in 1837? Like, <laughs> like, like, how routine was this? So the, the quote attested to in the original uh, in the original article is that the chairman told the prosecutor he was sorry for the loss of his nose. The prosecutor, in this case, being the person bringing the charges. Sure. Uh, not the government appointed criminal prosecutor. Right, right, right. right. The chairman told the prosecutor he was sorry for the loss of his nose, but if he would play with cats, he must expect to get scratched. Turning to the journey, the chairman afterwards said, gentlemen, my opinion is that if a man attempts to kiss a woman against her will, she has a right to bite his nose off if she has a fancy for so doing. It also adds that a learned gentleman at the bar basically leaned forward and said, and eat it too. Nice, nice. Honestly, this feels like maybe somebody has added a pinch of like somebody's punched this story up a little bit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they they humpty dumpty eyed it. Like they they like kind of cartoonized it a little bit. Yeah, the learned gentleman of the jury leans forward and says, "And eat it too." It's yeah. the perfect end of the scene. Like we've yeah, all seen yeah. this SNL sketch. Yeah, I'm gonna call this most likely true. Yeah, I would say that um, I believe this court case existed. I don't, I don't necessarily believe the dialogue. I don't think that's preserved. Did the judge get it right? Is is, that, is it kind of the question that's kind of hanging out there? If this is, in fact, the ruling, I think the judge got it right. Yeah, it's essentially a self-defense case. Yeah, exactly. And the only thing that can beat a bad guy with a mouth is a good guy with a mouth. <laughs> How solid was just male privilege at this time? I mean, this guy is the attacker. He's the aggressor. He does it more than once. Then he gets maimed. Then he sues her in court. He could have just been like, hey, look, I lost half my nose. That's good enough. But he's like, no, fuck that. You got to pay for it because you got to accept a kiss from me at a bar if I want. The privilege is just, it's astounding at this point. I can't say for certain. I don't necessarily know the history of this. However, this, I, I would say that this is the period of time in which Christmas became popularized and uh, mistletoe was definitely a thing. Th that's very different because I think... When, when you kiss someone in a mistletoe, you look up and you say, oh, look, what look, what do we have here? And then that's kind of like a cute of well, someone to be like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. You know, this guy kind of looked up and said, oh, look, a woman without a husband present. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, she in his mind, he's like he was like dared to do it, probably because like she, he was he was hearing like, oh, no one can kiss me without my husband around or some shit like that. And then he's like, oh, he heard no balls and just winning for the real thing. And then uh, and then the rest literally is history. There is a little bit of dialogue attributed to the woman, too, in this in this article, as it is written in the article. After she spits the nose out of her mouth to the ground, the defendant, a fat middle aged woman, treated the matter with great levity and said he had no business to kiss her sister or attempt to kiss her in, in a public house. They were not such kind of people. If she wanted to be kissed. She had a husband to kiss her, and he was much handsomer than the defendant ever was, even before he lost his nose. I now it's turning into like high school schoolyard, like, well, my boyfriend's ten feet tall and way cuter than yours. Type <laughs> shit here. These days, you definitely can't get away with calling a woman middle aged and fat. She's robust. I imagine like rosy cheeks, thick hips, wide shoulders, and a good belly laugh. Yeah, I think you just you described uh, the uh, the O line of most NFL teams. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely going in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of people you don't want to party with, I think you had a topic that you wanted to discuss. So um, an airline passenger paralyzed the Internet earlier this week by posting a photo in which another passenger is texting on her iPhone and admitting that she has COVID. Well, when did she find out that she has COVID? 
She didn't say it in the text. (laughs) No, this photo kind of broke the internet. It was posted to Reddit where it went viral almost immediately. Uh, And then the New York Post picked it up. The first question is, is this real? The New York Post says it is unconfirmed, but they're still reporting on it because, of course, they are the New York Post after all. They don't have to confirm their stories, right? That's, that um, is correct. Yeah. Um, they are the so, Fox News of print. Exa- yeah, 100%. 100 um, So we don't really know if it's staged or not, but let's go ahead and oper- let's go ahead and proceed as if this is real. Um, yeah. one, one Reddit user asks, is this even legal? And this is kind of tricky because whether it is legal or not is kind of moot because no matter whether it's a private or public conversation, once it is posted to the Internet for the world to see, we get to comment on it. Right. Yeah. So it may have been an illegal act, uh, but but um, the law, by and large, protects your ability to be an asshole. I'm going to say two things. One, this picture, uh, this woman hasn't pressed send yet. This is just a draft of it. Yep. Maybe she was trying to say we don't have COVID and that's why we're leaving early. That is giving someone the benefit of the doubt that most strangers don't offer to other strangers, <laughs> I would say. That is that, that, that I mean, it is maybe she's just a boomer texting. The reason why I know she didn't mean that is because she says we have COVID and then she gives shh in the text. Yeah, well, we don't have COVID. Shh. Yeah, maybe, don't tell anyone we don't have COVID. Maybe they're pretending <laughs> to have COVID. Oh, God. To get out maybe, of work or some shit like that? Yeah, to get out to get out of a vacation or to get out of a family obligation. Like maybe they're supposed to go to like Nana's New Year's Eve party and they're like, shh, we have COVID. No, I'm going to go ahead and say that that is probably not the case here. No, um, she does. I, this lady does have Marjorie Taylor green hair and hands. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to assume based on the age of the hands and the blondness of the hair that she does not give a fuck about and COVID. She's probably not vaccinated either. But th- this kind of brings us to another am I the asshole here? So, Ryan, who is the asshole here? The person taking the photo or the woman who is flying knowing she has COVID? <laughs> the woman who's flying who knows that she has COVID. Because 100%. Nobody's, nobody is going to catch taking photos of other people's shoulders. It's rude, but it's not illegal to take that photo because there's no reasonable expectation of privacy on the plane. Exactly. And I'd if you're holding agree. it up where somebody else can see it, that's fair game. It's just like in Uno. If you, if you play with your hand showing, it's not my fault if I hit you with three reverses in a row. No, I 100% agree. I think um, maybe you should be taking pictures of other people's text conversations. Maybe you also shouldn't be reading text messages that aren't yours, right, on a plane. So, But those things, whether they're wrong or not, I think that that point kind of gets thrown out the window. This woman is on a plane saying she has COVID. That, to me, is the, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, but that is the way worse infraction, if you ask me. And I would venture to guess most uh, reasonable people. Yeah, and I would also point out that as former signals intelligence analysts, we were subject <laughs> this is right up to, our alley. Yeah. <laughs> we were subject to use at 18. And if, oh, yeah. if you come across an American communication, you have a duty to remove yourself from the conversation. Basically stop collecting. You have to you have to stop collecting. However, if you stumble across a communication on accident and you realize that there is something illegal or a potential threat taking place it doesn't matter if it's an american communication you have a duty to report that activity yeah so united states united states signal intelligence directive 18 which is only for uniformed military personnel i should add yeah. where um you know military you cannot collect on us citizens and because signals intelligence is a passive form of intelligence sometimes you might get an american unknowingly in your system and if you do then you is your responsibility to walk away stop collecting exactly but you're talking to someone who actually does have a use at 18 violation in iraq by the way <laughs> <laughs> i got in trouble and there was a a navy he was a navy a lieutenant jg so an army captain equivalent 
uh, he kind of gave me a stern talking to him once he found out that I tasked. Well, we won't get into the the, the exact. No, specifics. we were going to completely cut all of your illegal activity out. But, but we, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's I mean, it, it was it, it, it got written up and it went to the NSA. But like, um, but I I had no, I had I had it did for real, man. Uh, but I I had no UCMJ action, and it was an honest mistake. I'll leave it at that. It's not like he dumped a bunch of embarrassing shit on WikiLeaks or anything. No, I was that's, just following That's orders. what really gets you in trouble <laughs> as a signals intelligence analyst. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because federal guidelines for COVID protocols would prohibit her from flying on a plane. The fact that this person accidentally saw their text message, it's not like they were, you know. Right, exactly. They, yeah. they happened to see, hey, I have COVID. Shh. At that point, although it, it might normally be illegal to collect, you have witnessed effectively a crime. Well, I get it. Um, is it illegal to fly knowingly you're on COVID? Is it, or is it just against CDC guidelines? You're, you're in violation of federal. That's uh, a law. That's a law that you have to follow federal guidelines. No, 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 no. Uh, I, see, I, see, I see what you're saying. OK, OK. It's a law that the FAA sets guidelines and safety protocols for flights. And you must follow that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. So she's, this person probably is in violation of federal law uh, under that logic. What I think is kind of interesting is uh, a Reddit user says, fuck this lady and the creep who reads other people's messages. Not only are you spying on a stranger's phone, you're taking pictures of it. While, you know, I'd be pissed off if someone took pictures of my conversations. You know, with Am I the Asshole, this is a situation where everyone sucks. Everyone sucks in the situation, but someone sucks a little harder than the other person. Inten- like people have gotten convicted of intentionally coughing on people in public. That's right. Yep. Well, so that's illegal a, as hell. In, yeah. in effect, the person taking the picture is in fact documenting an assault. Kind of. In a, in a way, a little in bit. In the sense that their body is being put into jeopardy by this person. I think um, the, the legal definition of assault is unwanted touching. So unless there's like an un, un uh, much like our first topic, right? That's the definite the, the textbook they, they, definition of assault. I mean, they 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 ruled that spitting on people can be counted as assault. That's that's unwanted touching. While air molecules, like how 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 small do the particles have to be before it's not assault? This is an interesting legal question that maybe will be brought up in a court of law, and we'll have a follow up here on <laughs> "Don't Wreck Yourself." <laughs> I mean, these are these are the nerd questions that will be argued until it's until the end of time. But argued I do want to that will be argued until the end of time. <laughs> but I, I, I do want to say one thing. What would you do if you're in this situation and you saw a person that was texting? I have covid. Shh, we're returning home early. I would what? take that picture. Yeah, okay. I, I would hit the thing and I'd make her yep. sit in the goddamn toilet like that elementary school teacher on her way to Iceland. They'd probably, um, if they were, if they were not taken off yet, they probably would kick her off the plane. Uh, airline pilots, they have broad authority to kick anyone off the plane they want. I would kick her off the plane and I would supply that image to the airline staff and let them deal with it. And whatever the federal protocol is for somebody who violates. I, I, I am 100% on board with documenting this crime. Yeah, I agree too. Now here's another, here's a twist. What if, as you say, this happens, she gets kicked off the flight or gets arrested when they land, that she does a COVID test and she tests negative? Not my problem. Does she walk free? Maybe. That's that's between her, her lawyer and the federal government. I, I'm just saying that I, I, I just saying that like, um, yeah, you yeah know, absolutely. You know, if she yeah. if she gets off the plane and this was just a uh, a joke in poor taste, then yeah. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot, too. Yeah. If you shout fire in a crowded movie theater is the classic example. Or if yeah. you see pornography, you know, that's a crime. What? What kind of por- <laughs> just, what, what kind of porn are you watching? I don't know, but I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> oh God! Uh, God, watch! I don't want to get into the um, Ryan Flaschetti 
Uh, NSA, if you're still listening to us, wondering if we have a use at 18 violation, I'd like to point out that Ryan Placetti is joking. He does not watch illegal porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, final determination. Don't fly if you have COVID and try not to take photos uh, of people's conversations unless it's something like this. <laughs> yeah, like... Honestly, that was uh, that was one of the reasons why we cut our New Year's uh, our New Year's plans short in Nashville because we're like, okay, well, if we get exposed to COVID on you know Thursday or Friday, we might be showing symptoms on Sunday and not be able to fly home. So I mean, you just have to bake COVID protocols into your planning. I mean, this is something to be taken seriously. It's not an issue of personal health; it's a matter of public health, and I think there should be different standards of conduct for that. Yeah, absolutely. I hundred percent agree. We have beaten this uh, one to death. But speaking about things that get beaten, I believe you had a topic for us to I did. ponder. So this was posted on r slash no stupid questions. Love it. Lo- I, I, it. The wellspring of content that, that keeps on giving. I love it. So for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, no stupid questions is a subreddit in which people can ask any question. The actual merit of the question is irrelevant. It is not stupid by being put in this space. The question is from user, I like cheese, please, G. (laughs) Same, same, man. (laughs) I feel like I feel a real connection to this question asker, and I am inclined to think that they're not stupid right off the bat. Like, this this is two marks in the four column. But the question is, would I be able to win a fight with a silverback gorilla if I had a baseball bat? They offer for context. Okay. Whatever context they offer, I already know the answer. But l- l- but let's get into the context. I'm a pretty built guy. I don't know if it's I'm a pretty <laughs> okay, built. Like, okay. I'm, 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 like I'm fairly built or whether they are pretty and also yoke. Well, it's, uh, you know, it would only be a co- I'm a pretty comma like fit guy. So well, so it's, it's pretty the fit internet. Means so he's pretty, I like to go at face value. I think. I think he's trying to say that he is he's in shape. I think that he's trying to say that he's in shape. But let's, for the sake of argument, assume that this is a pretty person. (laughs) I'm a pretty built guy with 220 pounds at a height of five foot ten. And I've been boxing, kickboxing for over nine years. I also did some karate when I was eight. LOL. Do you think (laughs) I would be able to defeat a silverback gorilla if I had a baseball bat? Uh, So we're going to say gut reaction. I I just want to I just want to throw it out there, Matt. You are an animal lover. You strike me as a person who. In the fourth like grade, primates checked too. out every single book in the animal section of the library. 100%. What's your gut reaction with your fourth grade education? No fucking way. I don't care what cut. Co- I don't care if it's a Louisville slugger and you're built like like Conan. All right. Uh, a gorilla, a male silverback gorilla. It's like almost 400 pounds. So they're fast, they're strong, and they're smart. Smarter than someone who would try to pick a fight with a gorilla with a fucking baseball bat. You ever see two gorillas fight each other? No. Gorillas don't fight each other very often because they're afraid of fighting gorillas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. I mean, this is going to sound really morbid and sad, but like the only way we know you can beat a gorilla is with you had a gun and you're in the Cincinnati Zoo. Sorry, Harambe. <laughs> Let's take a shot for him because he took one for us, buddy. All right. You know, sh- shout out to Harambe. This, the hubris on this guy. First of all, I'm pretty fit. And you're 5'10". That's like average height, right? Like yeah. you're not anything special. 220 pounds of 5'10". I think I'm around that. I'm, I'm a little less than 220, and I'm around 5'10". So right, let, the idea take, of me beating a fucking gorilla's ass with a baseball bat is I don't laughable. Think Andre the Giant's going to beat a gorilla with a baseball bat. Yeah, the most baddest ass person we know would not be able to beat a gorilla's ass. So uh, gorillas can have the strength of, uh, on average, four adults, uh, four <laughs> adult humans. 
So you need you need four baseball bats. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen, I've seen I've seen estimates ranging from four to nine times, depending on the size of the gorilla. Not only that, gorillas have gigantic mouths with sharp teeth. Yeah. And a thirteen hundred pounds per square inch bite force. To put that into comparison, an adult lion has six hundred fifty pounds per square inch. Jesus. They have Christ. double the bite force of a lion. If that thing gets an arm or a leg, it's going to snap your femur like a twig. Yeah. in its mouth and they also have an uh like a wingspan seven and a half to eight and a half feet that means they've got reach on you too you're not even gonna get close to this thing before he fucking clobbers you i'm gonna push back a little bit on this because gorillas and i know this because i've read all these animal books they're the most docile of all the great apes so the uh, a gorilla absolutely has the ability to fuck your shit up i don't know if a gorilla would but if you're if you're, if you're coming at it with a baseball bat they're gonna react Oh yeah, they also their bones can be about three times thicker than humans. So even what if you get a fuck? even if oh you get a God. swing off with that baseball bat, there's a fair chance you're going to bounce that baseball bat or even break it <laughs> yeah, on this yeah. gorilla's skull, and you're not going to take it down. You're just going to piss it off, and you better hope you can run. Like the the fastest human runs about 27 miles per hour. The average gorilla can go 20 to 25 miles per hour for short distances. <laughs> so a lazy piece of shit couch potato gorilla would be able to outrun Usain Bolt. <laughs> Well, Usain Bolt's probably getting away at 27 miles per hour. He's the fastest human on Earth. Everybody else is stuck behind him and they're fucked. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I've known I've done kickboxing. You're going to kickbox a gorilla. Is this is this is this what the I like cheese, please, guys? You're going to snap. You're going to snap your shin. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is to it. But the. with four times the muscle density of a human being, Gee, uh, meaning meaning if you took one square cube of human meat, like one inch square uh, cube of human meat, mm. and then weighed it next to a one inch square cube of gorilla meat, that gorilla meat's going to be four times heavier. Yep. That would explain their brute strength, for sure. Yes. And who says vegans can't be bodybuilders? The, <laughs> the um, that's a good point. The hubris this guy has. Why do people want to fight gorillas? Is the only thing I like it's because they're huge and menacing. They look huge and menacing. They're pretty chill as far as primates go. Earth's a prison, man. You show up and you take on the biggest guy day one. Nobody wants to fuck with you. I believe someone could probably overcome a lion with a baseball bat if you hit it in the head really hard. Lions have really thick skulls too. <laughs> I, yeah, but I think I think we could fucking. I think if you have a metal giant basketball bat, you could fucking beat a lion to death. I, Maybe not a gorilla. I, I not think, a gorilla. I think you're honestly in both of these scenarios. I think you're much better off with a spear. You're you're much better off not having the fight, not picking the fight. Is yeah. What? <laughs> I, it, my advice to you is, if you're going to go to Africa to murder animals, let's say hypothetically speaking, you are a Midwestern dentist. Yeah, let's say you're a GOP mega donor. Who wants to travel to Africa to to murder animals? I assure you, you're going to make it happen with the baseball bat. I'm letting this guy fucking go. You're going to want to go ahead and make sure you check yourself and don't wreck yourself <laughs> when it comes to that. I think the take home here is there is zero, zero fucking chance that this guy is going to overcome a silverback gorilla with even with or without a baseball bat. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, now that we've determined that this is not a stupid question, the only the only way that this person could become stupid is if he decides to ignore our advice. And go to the Cincinnati Zoo to fight a gorilla. There was one recently. They uh, shoot uh, a tiger, I want to say, recently. It was either a lion or a tiger. It was a zoo in Florida. It's because someone was where they shouldn't be. And they got their, they got mauled a little bit. And so they killed the, the, the big cat. It's kind of sad. 
Sounds like Florida, though. Honestly, in cases like that, like unless it's a small child, like in the case of Harambe, a small child had fallen into the pen. It wasn't an adult making a well, conscious sure. decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understanding like if an adult finds themselves in a situation where they're being mauled by a big cat at a zoo, at a public zoo. I mean, let, it, just, let, let nature run its course is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I, I, let you know, evolution not, sort this one out. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't want anybody to die, but I don't think that we need to punish the cat. <laughs> Uh-oh, you're frozen. Oh, no. Fuck! What? Yeah, I know. They cut the power so they get the vehicle out of there, but... I'm in the middle of recording and I have no idea what this is going to do with our recording is because we record online. So we may have just lost everything that we just recorded. Hey, bud. I think we're losing this audio. We jinxed us by joking about it. Yeah, we, we knew it was a possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our absolute worst case scenario is we've done a dry run of these topics and I think they went pretty well. Yeah, I just I hate I would hate to have to do it again. I would, I would not hate having to do it again. I, I would. Just, I, I would prefer not to. Yeah. I, I just, because I, I like spending time with you. you know? I, well, I like spending time with you, too, but we already did this topic. So. About the same shit over and over again. That's what you do when you get old. I know, but I, uh, we'll talk about it, I guess, later tonight. Uh, but have a, have a great Saturday, and we'll check in later and see what we can do about this audio. All right. Sounds good. Hey, uh, hope you get your power back soon. All right. I hope so, too. All right. See you. Talk to you later. Dude. Bye. Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to Fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do but we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? A trips to telephones and I'll know different to you. Previously on Don't Wreck Yourself. <laughs> previously on Don't Wreck Yourself. It's all the same episode, though. We, I, I don't know. See, I don't know that we can say previously. Well, we 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 we, we got to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pardon the pardon the studio interruption. Yeah. Um. Who who could have saw this coming except for literally us? <laughs> I haven't reviewed the audio yet from last week's recording session, but I am reasonably certain that we discussed it at the top of the episode. This episode, in fact, yeah. this episode that I might lose power in the middle of the episode. So my, my computer is on an uninterrupted power supply, a.k.a. an UPS. Not to be confused with the brown truck that delivers your packages. <laughs> That's UPS. I'm on a FedEx line here myself. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is... I lose internet. I don't necessarily lose power. Okay. So, so might, might as well be, the, might as well have been the same thing as far as we're concerned though. What that leads to is a period in which neither of us have an audio connection with each other, but our computers are still individually picking up our background audio. So did you listen to me talking shit? Like, God damn it. <laughs> I, I'm going to edit that all out because I want our <laughs> listeners to believe wholeheartedly that you have a profound and deep respect for me. Well, um, well, it's going to take a good editing job for them to think that. <laughs> to let our audience know a little bit behind the curtain to see how the sausage gets made, uh, I had my recording still on for like 48 hours after that because I was so worried about losing the audio. <laughs> yeah, we were not certain how this was going to pan out in terms of being able to recover the audio from Zencaster, but it turns out 
everything was perfectly fine. It's a good ad for Zencaster, man. This is it's a great ad for Zencaster. If we weren't if we weren't already paying the money to use their service, they'd be a great target advertiser for us. I can't even go and ask for a refund as a backdoor advertising fee. <laughs> you could ask them for a discount. Well, for in exchange, in, exchange, in, in exchange for us talking talking about how great they are. It is it is a Zencaster is an absolutely fantastic service overall. They're adding new features every day. No. If you're not currently using Zencaster and you're a podcaster or streamer of some sort, definitely give it some consideration. Yeah, unless you have an OnlyFans, they have their own program worked in. Uh, I'd say the thing that I like most about Zencaster is that it's cheaper than a lot of the competition. It is cheaper than OnlyFans. <laughs> it's cheaper than OnlyFans. My OnlyFans subscriptions are through the roof right now. Well, I hope your wife doesn't listen to this podcast, which she doesn't, I don't think. Well, she subscribes to my OnlyFans, so. Oh, hot. All right. <laughs> hey, you got to pay the bill somehow. I'm not here to judge. Yeah. Yeah, and she yeah. is my OnlyFans, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we actually came to a pretty nice wrapping point on our previous topic, which for you, listener, was Mere moments ago, I was we about sound to say, like idiots yeah. for addressing this, but for us, it was a week. So just, you know, embrace, like, I know my wife doesn't like time travel plots. I was just about to make a time travel reference. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. make any time travel references. Aaron okay. does not like that. We will lose my one fan. Oh, man. I don't want you to lose your only fan. <laughs> Th- then it's going to fall to me. And I don't have I, I don't have another room in my repertoire to be another one's fan. But I'll tell you something I've, I'm a fan of that came up recently, Ryan. Lay it on me. Blurt it out. Um, Blurt it out. Paul blurted it out. Um, Okay, so you're familiar with the working class beer brand Pabst Blue Ribbon. I know you. I know. I know for a fact you are. That's not a question. Yeah, I think we actually told the story of the Pabst Blue Ribbon on this podcast. That's right. It was during the California Sober episode. What's PBR been up to? What has the Pabst company been doing? So uh, they have a Twitter presence like any good American brand. And at 8.31 in the morning, they tweeted, not drinking this January? Try eating ass. Again, (laughs) this is 8.31 in the morning. Um, I think the timestamp is what really sells this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also, also, it was a Monday. (laughs) The the first Monday in the new year, PBR is telling people to eat ass. They kind of allude to this dry January thing. Yeah. Dry January is when some people say, oh, I'm not going to drink for the first 30 days. And then two weeks into it, they crack open a Pinot Grigio because they say, fuck it. This is stupid. I mean, I'm, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus and I might edit this out, but I'm pretty sure it lasted like days. Yeah. Yeah. You should. You should definitely edit that or bleep it or something. Yeah. You should definitely. <laughs> you, should, you should say lasted bleep bleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> The full month is the is what's not bleeped. Lasted the full month. We're only 16 days in, but going strong and I have confidence. Nice, nice. PBR, try eating ass. Someone commented, PBR or ass, what's the difference? PBR commented, ask your mom. <laughs> and then in a se- and then in a separate tweet said, and dad. <laughs> <laughs> When you first told me about this tweet, I was like, don't tell me anymore. I, I want to go yeah, into that's this right. blind. And then I, yeah. I, I saw the tweet in the notes because I wasn't sure at first whether it was PBR, the beer company, or PBR, the Pro Bull Riding Association. No. <laughs> either, either scenario is wildly entertaining. Honestly, I, 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 first of all, we need, to, we need to answer, is this real? Absolutely. It's so real that the PBR company had to release a statement. Uh, <laughs> clarifying their tweets, but we're going to get into that in just oh. a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clar- 
As long as they clarified what they meant by eat some ass instead. So we can confirm that the tweet about eating ass is real. Yep. And we can also confirm that dry January is not. Yeah, it's, it's dry, dry January last. <laughs> I mean, I have a friend, I have a coworker that that did it. And I want to say in the first two weeks, he fell off. Is it fell off the bandwagon or on the bandwagon? Fell off the wagon. All right, so off he fell off. So you get on a bandwagon, but you fall off because of you're so drunk. Wagon. I got you. Right. Okay, so, okay, so he fell off the wagon, uh, and then we get coffee at work, and I offered him like a, some special flavored coffee. He's like, "Well, I'm also doing caffeine free for this month, but go ahead and give me that." So he in in the first, <laughs> in the, <laughs> so he's off. He, 2022 is off to a off to a blast for him. Yeah, but I think this is kind of funny. You know, a lot of people were saying about the PBR tweets. An intern. They're probably going to get fired. And I'm going to go ahead and say this was probably not an intern because major brands do not let interns run their forward facing social media accounts <laughs> by and large. You know, this so, is probably a, a salaried employee. OK, so do you think this is an employee gone rogue or do you think this is PBR second guessing the marketing department? No, I think this is I think this is a this is someone who thought they were going to be funny and and ended up maybe losing their job. No, no they, they, this is somebody who thought they were going to be funny and then succeeded and wildly then, and, then became, <laughs> and then became funny. What was one of the funnier things that come out of this? PBR said not drinking this January. Try eating ass. The official four loco account commented still doing both heart emoji. <laughs> <laughs> you know who didn't get fired? The four loco social well, media. He should have gotten a raise. Yeah. <laughs> four loco is 100% on brand with that response. <laughs> uh, but I want to go ahead and read this official PBR statement because it's it is it is mwah, chef's kiss. I assume slightly slurred. <laughs> we apologize. So P the official PBR statement is. We apologize about the language and content of our recent tweets. The tweets in question were written in poor judgment by one of our associates. Emphasis on the ass there. Uh, in no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of Pabst and our associates. We're handling the matter internally. I bet you are. Uh, <laughs> and, and have removed the tweets from our social media platforms. Um it's so funny. One of their associates just fired off a crazy tweet, 830 in the morning. We salute you, PBR anonymous associate. I love it. I love everything. About yeah. This. Congratulations. We've all been to work on Monday morning and had that impulse to just burn that motherfucker down. Yeah. Given the option between going to work 831 or eating ass, I might roll the dice with that. I'll be honest. <laughs> if I had to choose between a career a career of eating ass. It's your job. If I had to choose between doing like a standard nine to five job and eating ass for a living. <laughs> oh, gosh, I oh, guess it really man. depends on the ass uh, and how many okay. PBRs I've had. <laughs> like yeah. We just take it. We just take a break throughout the entirety of dry January. So <laughs> the year we don't eat ass. Yeah. I was, oh, God. <laughs> I, I eat ass every year on Christmas Eve and Easter like a good Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, uh, go to Christmas ass instead of Christmas mass. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've done plenty of irresponsible things while drinking PBR. Eating ass was not one of them because I don't consider eating ass irresponsible, to be honest with you. But it's to, no, sir. To, to each their own. Um, so funny. It is real. Go check it. The tweets are since deleted, but you know, screenshots last forever. And yes, we will put this on our Instagram. I, I, I do want to, I do want to say just so we're checking all of our, checking all of our boxes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> eating ass is not the safest sex, but okay. it is safer sex than some sexes. Yeah, I would. Yeah. It's, um, it Middle really of has the pack. 
comes to do with the well, it's kind of like it's kind of like the rear end of the caboose, if you know what I mean. It's, but um, no, it yeah, falls think, right into it falls right into that crack between traditional oral sex and and and, and anal lungus um, and anal sex. Yeah, yeah, anal lungus. Well, anal lungus is is eating ass. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, so it can't fall. It can't fall in the crack between anal lungus and traditional oral sex. That'd be licking the taint. Now, analingus falls in the crack, if you know what I mean. It just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, Taintalingus you know. would be between eating ass and fellatio God. or cunnilingus. I just threw up in my brain. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, so, sorry for sorry for all of our fans out there who are into taintalingus. I I, I, I I don't pass judgment on you. It's just not you, for me. sir. Have yucked a yum, and shame on you for that. The internet uh, is very pro sex. As is this podcast. I mean, yeah, so am I. I just, you know, I, you know, to each their own. And it just is not because you're pro sex doesn't mean you have to do it. I, I, you know who I feel bad for in this scenario? Our, our mothers right now who may be listening to this. Oh, my mom doesn't listen. My dad does. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he thinks this is hilarious, but I, I'd like to apologize to our audience. Uh, we had a power outage in the middle of our episode. We came back a week later and this is what we put on the silver platter before you to offer. Yeah, this is As, what we've been sitting like, on for a week. <laughs> yeah, we had a, <laughs> a mouth. <laughs> oh, a mustache. A mustache. Yeah, you got a I mustache. Do a, I do have a sweet mustache right now. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> we had an entire week to think about how we wanted to finish this episode. And we're just like eating yeah. ass. <laughs> Back to that old chestnut. <laughs> but you know what doesn't taste like ass? <laughs> See, obviously, you're talking about Rick Reynolds. Yep. Rick Reynolds is at Rick Reynolds on all of your social media platforms. He has provided us the use of his song United from the album Portals in Progress, which you can find on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you buy your music. Yeah, and Rick Reynolds, he actually has a live show this Saturday, the 22nd, uh, at a bar in Pennsylvania. I don't know the specifics, but if you want to know it, go ahead and listen to the Wreck Your Halls episode because he goes all he talks about all about it. Right, and unfortunately, I do have a an update that is fresh off the presses. Uh-oh. The Dawson Street Pub show has been canceled. Thanks a lot, Omicron. However, Rick does have another show March 4th at Autumn Arch Beer Project in Newark, Delaware. I'm going to try to make it there. Matt, you are cordially invited to make oh, it there. Oh, March 4th? Cordially. Yep. And Friday? It's a, it is a Friday. All right. I'm going to go ahead and I'm not going to commit now, but uh, if I can make it work, I will 100% be there. Yeah, let's put it on the calendar All right, and all right. see if we can make it work. All right. But at least you can listen to Don't Wreck Yourself still. We are on across social media. We have... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and a group. Uh, you know, um, please join both and maybe tell a friend about our podcast. And go ahead and leave us that sweet, sweet five-star review. It really helps the show. Oh, my God. It tastes so good. It just melts on your tongue. It's, it's like PBR. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or Four well, Loco. Goes down. Or, always or goes Four down Loco. Right. And, you know, there's certainly nothing else that we've talked about putting in our mouths this episode. So we'll leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We are also wreckyourpod at gmail.com where you can send us your comments, suggestions, feedback, and topics. Send us uh, send send us a unicorn meme. I want people to send us a unicorn meme. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, call to action. Let's see who let's see who our real listeners are. Yep. Send us a unicorn. If you're a true listener and if you find value in Don't Wreck Yourself, go ahead. And if you're still listening, let's be honest. It doesn't ahead. even have to be a meme. Just a picture of a unicorn. You no, can, it has just, to be a meme. No, it has to be a meme. It has to it be has, a meme. I was thinking, like, if you just put unicorn in the title of the email, 
that would no. satisfy me. No, I but want it to be. I want you to work for it. This is this is coming from the person who does not check the email. Yeah. I, uh, well, that's because I want you to anyway. You know, I will. If there's unicorn memes in there, maybe I will. If there's unicorn memes in there. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I will check the email and I will let Matt know if you, our audience, has responded to the call for unicorn memes. Okay. So if between now and next week you find yourself hovering over the share button, getting ready to send a unicorn meme to wreckyourpod at gmail.com. No further action required. Just click send. And in all other aspects of your life, remember to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. We are united, but we're so far apart.